The reading tonight is from the Gospel of John, chapter 1, verses 1 through 6. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things came into being through him, and apart from him, nothing came into being that has come into being. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness darkness did not comprehend it. There came a man sent from God, whose name was John. The word of the Lord. Snow swirled on the oil-black road as the car floated through the flurries that encircled them. It was cold enough outside this night that the hair in your nose would freeze if you drew in too deep a breath, and they weren't much warmer in the car. Each of the three boys were trying to do their best to stay warm, rubbing their mittens on their jeans, curling up into a fetal position, doing whatever they could to stay warm on the way. It was pitch black outside, no other cars on the road, no houses, no lights, no stores or gas stations, no nothing. The longest night of the year. They had nothing to look forward to but for darkness for hours. One of the boys was falling asleep in the back seat to the hum of the tires, and he thought about his mother. And he thought to himself, this is Christmas? thinking of warm Christmases with his family and the mulled wine and the turkey and all the presents under the tree and trying so hard to stay awake on Christmas Eve. We are on the verge of the ridiculous and the beautiful. The Christian celebration of the coming of God into the world as a helpless infant We are on the eve of this ludicrous and obvious incarnation. These words that John writes to describe this event, the nativity of Jesus, are simply preposterous to use in relation to an infant. They are so grand, beyond grand. They are cosmic and foundational. They are all things. They are not just the meaning of life. They are life. They are life itself. The figure of a baby, a bald, pink, naked baby, as the incarnation of the creator of all things, is equally preposterous. Preposterous. But not unbelievable. John's birth narrative does not start with the birth of the baby born in a barn to two peasants in Bethlehem 2,000 or so years ago, but it includes it. John's birth narrative starts at the beginning the beginning, whenever the beginning was or is. It is just a word to talk about, a wordless, a wordless time, the beginning of time, before the beginning of time, the time before creation, because all things that were created came into being through this word of God who entered the world on this night, sometime past midnight, 2,000 or so years ago. 
John's narrative doesn't end with the death and resurrection of Jesus of Nazareth, but it includes it. Includes it in these first five verses of the book. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not overcome it. We know from our faith and the tradition of our faith that this bald, pink baby grows to be a man and is killed and is raised from the dead. He continues to be the light of the world, the life in the world, the truth in the world, the light which overcomes the darkness, the life which overcomes death, the truth that overcomes the lie. No one knows with any certainty when this baby called Jesus was born, the time of day or the time of year. Some even say June, but our tradition places it at night in the month of the shortest days and the longest nights. Our tradition places the celebration of the birth of the baby Jesus, the light coming into the world in the darkest time of the year. Historically, it may or may not be accurate, but theologically, it could not be better. We can remember this night, a dark night, so dark, the darkness so long, and a star shining like no star ever showed. The light in the darkness, the life, the fullness of life, birthed in the night. We celebrate on this night of darkness, long darkness, and bitter cold with warmth and light. We light fires, and we light candles, and we burn bright. This ritual points us the light to the light that is the light of the world and is the hope of all people, not just on the ni that night 2,000 years ago and not just on this night of the year we celebrate, but we light these candles in the darkness to remind us of the rest of the year for tomorrow and a 100 years ago and a 100 years from now. The light gave us life, its light to all, life to all things, and has come into our world, and the darkness did not overcome it, could not overcome it, and will not overcome it. This night, the light gives us permission to love life and to live life with hope, to be assured always that our hope will not be frustrated, defeated, or be in vain. Our hope will be realized that we live, that our love will overcome death, that love will overcome hate, and when we believe this and live our lives with the hope that we, uh, that we are not being foolish, that we are aligning ourselves with the truth that has existed long before us and will continue beyond us, we are living in the light. Snow swirled on the oil black road as the car floated through flurries that encircled it. It was cold enough outside that night that the hairs in your nose would freeze if you drew in too deep a breath and that it wasn't much warmer in the car. Each of the three boys were trying their best to stay warm, rubbing their mittens on their jeans, curling up into the fetal position, doing whatever they could to stay warm on the way. It was pitch black outside, no other cars on the road, no house lights, no stores or gas stations, nothing. The longest night of the year. They had nothing to look forward to but darkness for hours. 
One of the boys was falling asleep in the back seat to the hum of the tires. He thought about his mother. And he thought to himself, this is Christmas? Thinking of warm Christmases with his family, with the mulled wine and the turkey and all the presents under the tree and trying so hard to stay awake on Christmas Eve. The boy on the passenger side um, was entranced, looking out the window at the darkness. In the dark, he felt he saw things that looked strangely familiar, like parts of himself were wandering in the night. There were different shades of dark outside that mirrored the way he felt on the way. And the other boy was singing Blue Christmas to himself, imagining he sounded just like Elvis. And all the girls were clamoring around him and screaming and hoping that they could go backstage with him. And he thought of his entourage and the limousine and the sequined suit to be a rock star. And then his, he, then his head hit the horn and he woke up. And so did the others as they swerved back onto the road. They all realized that it was still dark and cold and lonely. And they kept driving through the night, clouds of snow thickening. They were cold and alone. The road was winding through the night, pulling them along the way. The cold kept them awake. And then, when it seemed it couldn't get any darker or any colder, the horizon started to glow. And slowly, a muted light pushed out the dark. And minutes later, the sun pierced the sky. And they saw that the light had come. And they followed the way of the rising star to see wherever it would lead them. Hope filled their senses that if this dark, darkest night could be overcome, then there had to be hope. The light that gave life to all things has come into our world, and the darkness did not overcome it, could not overcome it, will not overcome it. This night, this night gives us permission to love life and to live life with hope, to be assured always that our hope will not be frustrated, defeated, or be in vain. Our hopes will be realized that life will overcome death, that love will overcome hate. And when we believe this and live our lives with this hope, we are not being foolish. We are aligning ourselves with the truth that has existed before us and will continue beyond us. We are living in the light.